Well, welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and we're talking Iowa Valley with uh, Coach Bowman, the uh, Iowa Valley Tigers, who are having an outstanding season. Welcome, program, Coach. Hey, thanks for having me, Dave. Well, I want to break some breaking news here. Uh, we just reached nine thousand five hundred listeners. Uh, uh, Ten thousand has been our goal since we started, and that's kind of where you know the corporations will start advertising and stuff with you. So that's a a big goal, and uh, uh, your interview was was uh, very extremely. Uh, I think it's the third highest rated episode we ever did. Uh, hey, that, that's that's awesome for you guys. Like I say, you, I really appreciate it. you guys do a great job, and I've listened. You know, since I've talked to you, I've started listening a heck of a lot more, and you do a great job covering people. And who knows why people want to listen to my episode, but well, we still appreciate it. So, I mean, maybe they just been kind of waiting for me to talk to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, we finally were, were able to get you on the air. But uh, uh, people uh, that listen to my podcast like to listen to the to the coaches, uh, and it gives you a lot better perspective and a total breakdown of the team. You know what I mean? It's not like just a five-minute overview of, of last week's game or something. But uh, speaking of last week's game, you played a kind of an interesting team, uh, Central Lee, last week that uh, – didn't oh, we even... played Tri County last oh, yeah, week? Yeah, Tri County, and they didn't even field a team last year. But this year, they fielded a team. They went out, won their first game. And uh, uh, tell me a little bit about Iowa Valley or about Tri County. Well, like I said, they didn't have a team last year. They had a couple guys that went and played at Oskaloosa. One of them being their quarterback. Another one is his brother played receiver for him. And uh, they're two pretty good athletes. And their quarterback did a really nice job. I mean, they. They put up 20 points on us in the first half, and uh, that's they really extended plays with their legs. And we gave up some, made some mistakes defensively on uh, keeping keeping them in the pocket and containing the quarterback. And uh, he did a really nice job of making those plays. So um, offensively, we really we we were, we were clicking. We were scoring in one or two plays usually on them, but uh, you know, so we we kind of kind of did what we wanted offensively, but defensively we gave up some big plays and. Other than those three really big plays, we did a great job on them. But uh, they do have decent numbers. I think there's a few guys injured, but I think they had over 20 kids out um, with some injuries. So I think I think they definitely got got a good thing going. And with those uh, couple athletes, um, they still uh, put up a really good fight, and it was a good game. Uh, you know, leading up really through the first half, and then we were able to go into halftime up 60 to 20, and uh, kind of kind of steal the deal from there. But uh, they still competed their butts off and. Uh, really, really gave us some troubles for a little while. Well, yeah, we're proud of Tri-County here in Keokuk County. Uh, they, they've, uh, I'm glad they could feel the team, and, and uh, I'm glad they they found some success. And I, I'm glad that they played a tough schedule, but they have uh, uh, represented themselves well. Uh, uh, were you able to get some young players in this game that maybe you're not being able to get in earlier in this year? Absolutely. Where we had a couple guys that uh, one senior who he's been battling some injuries. Um, his name's Calvin Huber, but he was able to get a start for us. We had uh, one of our linemen was hurt last week, Garrett Hoyt. So he stepped up and he played on the D line for us. Uh, got a lot of nice minutes for him there. Uh, another junior Mason Holthofen really had a nice game. Um, he's right on the edge. He's a great player. He works his tail off and we just, we got some depth there, which has kind of put him, not being able to get all the all the reps maybe he, he could get throughout those first few games. So it was great to see him out there on the field, um, and he did a fantastic job. And then in the second half, uh, we were able to get our younger guys in and extremely proud of them on uh, defense. They they shut them out in the second half, um, our, our JV guys did, and uh, 
those guys, you know, Tri-County was still going for the big shots and they were still playing really hard. So it was great. I think, you know, they might've tackled better than our, better than our number one guys did uh, when you watch that second half. So that was something really fun to see. And they've, they've also started the year out two and on JV. So um, those guys have worked, worked their tails off and they they're competing at a high level. So they're a lot of fun to see get in that game. Okay. Well, uh, is there any of your players that you want to mention from the game or from this year that are having a uh, uh, real good years? Well, obviously we talked last time about Evan Carney, but even, even there, I think he had three rushing touchdowns threw for five touchdowns in the game against tri County. And, uh, just uh, spread the ball. Dawson Smith had three touchdowns for us on uh, last Friday. And, uh, you know, Evan's just, he's, I think he's at 30 touchdowns in four games that he's accounted for. So he's really just been, been a dynamic player for us and just keeps, keeps getting the job done at quarterback and uh, really spreads the ball around really well. Uh, we've had a lot of different guys score this year and uh, he still gets his stats, but we got a lot of guys that are helping us out. Clayton Kinsabaugh, I don't know if I talk about him a lot, but um, he's tailback and he's, He's uh, another one of our guys that's really tough to defend, and he's, he's got a lot of speed. Not a big guy, but he plays plays harder than heck. So, uh, you know, he's a weapon for us offensively as well. And we've got a lot of guys around that step up in different times of the game. So, I think our line is just getting better and better. Tate Peach, Aiden Robbie, Garrett Hoyt, Quinn Miller, Dawson Smith all blocking for us out there. So, those guys have really done a nice job and uh, create – all we need is a little seam, and we can hopefully make somebody miss and have a big play. Well, uh, your, your offensive line has uh, uh, been very stellar this year, keeping your both opening holes and keeping your quarterback upright. Uh, uh, let, let's just get right into talking about Waco because that's the game everybody in the state has got their eyes on, and uh, it's going to be a big, 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 big game. Let, let's talk about your offensive line and uh, uh, how they're going to keep this kind of defense that you may not have seen uh, a team with a defense like this yet. How, what, what, what is your, what's your blocking scheme for this game? Well, we've done a lot of, we've done a lot of prep on them and we've seen, we, we, we know what to expect from them. And, and I, you know, they've played the same defense for uh, multiple years now and they're really good at it. There's no doubt about it. They're, they're a fantastic physical team. And uh, so our guys know that we're going to have to bring that, bring that uh, battle of the physicality up front. And that's another challenge week for them here that, uh, they're going to have to match that intensity that Waco plays with. And, you know, I, that's what I kind of tell them is I, I know going in, we're, we're going to be the underdogs. I mean, they're number two in the state for a reason. And, uh, you know, we do have a pretty high powered offense, but, uh, you know, their defense is the real deal. And we've got a few wrinkles, uh, you know, that we've worked on as far as how they play their defense. But uh, for the most part, we're, we're going to do a lot of what we've done. Obviously, we, we spread it out a little bit. We like to throw the ball around. And uh, hopefully doing that opens up some scenes for us running the ball. And I think, you know, I look back at maybe the Winfield game where we thought maybe we, were, we weren't we were going to have the run game going as much as our pass game. And then we end up rushing for, you know, 350 yards in that game. And um, that's just credit to our guys really stepping up in the physicality battle. And I don't know. I don't think it's going to be that way. I mean, I've seen Waco play there. They're probably not a team that's going to give up that many yards defensively. So we're going to have to really battle on taking care of the football and uh, defensively hoping that we can create a turnover and win that turnover battle and get some extra possessions because uh, there's no doubt that they put a lot of teams, they stop a ton of teams, and uh, they take a lot of pride in their defense. So um, I think our guys have had a really good week of practice so far, and uh, I know they're locked in and really focused. 
uh, and we got to come and battle on Friday night and see see where we end up after four quarters. And that's another thing about you know I keep preaching to the guys is who knows what's going to happen in four quarters. We we've, we've been in some holes, but we've got some guys that really fight, and uh, we can make a comeback at any time. So they just got to believe in that and keep working with each other. Well, uh, they have a uh, returning uh, All-State first-team cornerback in uh, Mason. Uh, uh, I think he led the eight-man football in interceptions last year, and he's been uh, intercepting a few passes uh, uh, this year. Well, what, what are you going to try to stay away from him, or uh, uh, how, how is he going to present problems for you? Oh, he's, he definitely, I think he, they got seven interceptions already this year. I want to say he had like 11 last year, if I remember right. So uh, he does a great job there. And, uh, you know, they do some different things. Those guys are really there. A lot of times they're protecting that deep ball. And, uh, you know, they're going to probably take that away from us a little bit. I, you know, we, we're going to have to see where we can go off of that. And uh, we, we can't live on trying to hit a deep ball. I mean, a lot of our games, we, we'll get there. And we'll, we'll, we'll hit a big play uh, for, for a 60-yard pass or something and, uh, you know, get a lot of momentum there. And I think they do a great job of really playing over top of that. And there are six guys inside are just about the most physical I've ever seen. So uh, they, they do a really good job of those DBs. I know Miller and uh, I can't think of the other guy's name right now, but uh, number 27 over there, he they both do a great job of just – they prevent the big plays, you know, and um, – they're not going to give you the deep ball. Uh, you're going to have to really, really work to get there. So uh, we got some different things to look at on that. And, um, you know, definitely won't, we're, we're going to keep the whole, the whole field open, but you know, they got deers in the middle. Uh, number 15 is just a fantastic Mike linebacker. So if you look at their defense, they, they, they can take away anything. So we can't be scared of going up and, and doing what we've done. I mean, we know, we know we've got an offense that uh, can move the ball. So, uh, we we just can't be can't be scared of of going and attacking them one on one and seeing seeing where we're at and we know mistakes are going to happen and we're going to have those uh, just short term memory in our games what I preach to our guys you got to have a short term memory get over it and and go on to the next play because you never know what's going to happen that next play yeah Deers is incredibly talented uh, he may be the the best defensive player that Scott and I have uh, laid eyes on this year but. Uh, uh, well, let's and not to mention they got they got Reichenbach right beside him, who's a I mean he's not afraid to just go lay the wood on anybody. So they've got some they got they just got some physical guys. D line's physical, and you know I'll keep saying it to them. We've got to be ready to be ready to step up to that physicality. Well, when you got a what is the offensive? You know what 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 are your keys to victory, or, or at least keys to putting some points on the board against a defense like this, especially with your high powered offense. Uh, you know, taking care of the football and, uh, you know, being okay with that five to seven yard play. It doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be a monstrous play. We just got to stay out of getting those, getting the yards, uh, behind the line of scrimmage. We got to, we got to get the positive yards that are there. And, uh, you know, I've watched some teams, they have moved the ball, but then like I said, Waco is really good at creating turnovers and, uh, that's, that's really my key is you got to protect that football. I will, you know, EV was moving the ball. They had a pretty, pretty good first half against Waco really when you watch the game and uh but they had a couple of big turnovers in that first half that hurt them uh when they were getting on a scoring drive there and they they'd lose the ball and uh you know I thought EV played them really well and then you know I think just the way that Waco plays and they wore them down and uh they take care of the football and they they create turnovers so they did have Waco did have a couple turnovers in that game which is not 
not really common for them. So uh, that's that's just going to be huge. Is can we get an extra possession somewhere and take care of that football? So I I think there are spots we can attack, and uh, we'll we'll see where we get. But I, we're not going to really change up a lot of what we do. We're halfway through the season, and I think this is a game where we're going to see you know what what are we made of, and uh, can we can we match their physicality and, and play a number two team in the state to whatever it may be. I think our guys are ready for the challenge and, uh, and it's a big game in the district as well. You know, both of us are sitting with some big, big opportunities to kind of take, take control of the district here. Well, uh, uh, let's talk about trying to stop their offense. Uh, Isaac Oswald is maybe the most improved player that I've seen from last year. Last year he was a good quarterback, but very conservative. You know what I mean? Uh, this year, you know, and last year they didn't really throw the ball very much, but but I think he had a game where he threw 19 times or something. Uh, he's got close to a 70% completion. Uh, he, he's he's rolling out. He's reading his receivers, and he throws a nice little spiral, uh, and it's a, he's got a lot of velocity on it. It's not like a lollipop, like a lot of high school quarterbacks throw up there. It's, it's got a good sharp uh, edge to it, and he's got some good accuracy. He also has this Mason Miller uh, – as a great uh, deep threat wide receiver target. But of course, Shula Simeon Reichenbach is, uh, is more than a handful. Uh, so how are you going to, and like you're saying, you're not just going to just have to focus on the, the run because this year they are throwing the ball some very effectively. Uh, what kind of problems are they going to make up and uh, how do you see uh, uh, attacking this offense? Oh, they, they create problems all over the field. Like you said, um, Oswald being a senior, I think he, you know, he was he's probably was a little underrated coming in, but he's he can run the ball. Uh, he he started pulling the ball a little bit more uh, last week, and on uh, they run a lot of their zone plays and that unbalanced. And uh, if you're not if you're not focused on him, he's going to take it and go the distance. So, well, like you said, he's throwing a great ball. They've got a lot of weapons. Their tight ends are open almost every time. You know, it's. It's unbelievable how, how open they get all the time that, you know, and they, I don't think coach Edgar would, would disagree that they, they, they run the same schemes most of the time. They, they are not, they don't have a ton of different plays they run. They are just really good at what they do and uh, it works for them. You know, they run their unbalanced offense. Um, you could probably cut it down to five plays. You're going to see most of the time out of that. And uh, you know, you got to be able to step up and, and be ready for everything they bring and, uh, their tight ends are just – they run routes really hard. I think that's that's the one one thing I see out of them, why they're open, is they just run them so hard. They they get off the ball well, and uh, they block really well. They've always been a big team with some physical kids. So, And, you know, with Reichenbach in the backfield, you know, every team, I think number one priority is how do you slow him down because uh, he's, he's one of the best backs in the state, uh, hands down, and – that you're not going to probably stop him. You're just, you've got to be able to slow him down and stop those big plays and hopefully get a few stops to the defense, you know, get a few turnover on downs if possible, which that, you know, we haven't had a lot of those this year. So that's, that's one of the things our defense has played really well, but we make teams work for their yardage, but uh, you know, we haven't had a lot of turnover on downs this year. And uh, that's one big Big challenge here is can we get can we get them to punt the ball a few times and uh, give ourselves give ourselves uh, some extra shots on offense there. Well, uh, last year in the basketball playoffs, uh, Simeon Reichenbach blew a shoe out, and uh, he just went to the bench and somebody took off their shoe and gave it to him, 
and he finished the game with one blue shoe and one white shoe. And we started calling him Shula Simeon Reichenbach after that. But let our listeners know, what, what do you think of this kid? I mean, how talented is he? Oh, I think I think if you look at our district, I mean, we've got some extremely talented guys in our district. And he's he's right up there at the top. I mean, he's if he's not the best player, he's tied with them, you know. I mean, we, we all know that, uh, you know, Winfield's got a couple guys and uh, Cam Buffing's really good. I think that uh, Reichenbach probably runs just as hard as he does. I mean, I see him run guys over all the time. He's got extremely good speed. Um you know, he'll get on the outside, he'll outrun you on the outside, and he'll run you over on the inside. So, and that being said, you got some, you got some other guys that'll take the ball and do the exact same thing for ways. So they, they've got a lot of, they got a lot of depth, and they got a lot of guys that are capable of making, making things happen. But, uh, you know, I watch him on defense too. He's, he's not afraid to just go. He, he's confident, and he'll make a read, and he's, he's coming at you 100%, and he, he'll bring it at you nonstop. So, uh, you know, I think we've got a pretty good player, uh, uh, and, and Evan Carney, that's also in that mix of being one of the best players in the state. And, uh, you know, they're different types of players for sure. I mean, Evan's not as, not as big as bruiser as, as Reichenbach is, but he's got the speed and he's got the, he's got the head on his shoulders to make things happen. So, uh, you know, like I said, you don't, you don't really stop a guy like that, but you got to try to contain him a little bit and, uh, and, and hopefully make some of those other players make the plays that they've, they've been making, but, I think that's a good game plan to start is you got to hopefully get them to rely on some of their other players to go out there and, and make it happen for them. Well, like you mentioned how good he plays on defense and it's obvious how good he plays on offense and, and they can put him in a wide receiver or they can, they can put him in a, as a running back or I've seen him take over. I, I seen him last year when Oswald went down, he took over as quarterback. Uh, but another thing that he does really well is kick. Uh, he, he 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 kicks their extra points. He kicks their field goals. He he he's uh, you know on the special teams. Uh, so let's talk about that special teams in a game like this. Uh, the special teams can make the difference. How's your special teams doing? And uh, 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 what do you think? Uh, how important do you think they'll be in this game? Uh, huge as far as taking care of the football. You know, you got a team uh, like Waco who's going to put you. They're going to put in the end zone. So you're going to start on the 15 yard line pretty much every time you get the ball in offense, which is huge on the field position battle. You got a team like us who we're more of a squib team, or uh, sometimes we like to go for some onside kicks. And so we're, we're giving the field position battle up pretty much every time we play. And, uh, you know, they, they're not afraid to go out and kick a field goal and get those points when it's there. And um, they're really good at it. And we don't, we don't really have that luxury. We don't, we don't have the kickers that are going to do that. So, uh, you know, it's huge for us when we score. We've got to be able to convert on those two-point plays and uh, make sure that we're getting those extra points. And our, like I said, our goal is always to be over 50%, uh, which is going to, you know, even out the, the PAT kicks. If we're under 50%, then that's, that's how we're going to lose a ball game in there sometimes. And uh, so you know they're going to go and get it, and uh, – they're not going to miss their PAT. He's a really good kicker. And it, I think we've got to be ready for an onside kick. But when you got a weapon like that, that's going to start you on the 15 yard line every time and a defense like that, then, uh, you know, they're, they're really good at using that to their advantage and making it tough on teams. Well, I, I talked to coach Edeker and uh, he's concerned about your vertical game. He says, you guys like to bite off a lot of yards at once. Uh, you like those 60 yard hits and those 40 yard uh, routes and all that other stuff. Uh, uh, 
how how has the 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 run pass mix uh, uh, been going for you? And uh, uh, do you feel like you're one of the more talented teams at doing those things? Uh, it's gone really well. I think for you know we every year we've been working on it, and this year it's really kind of clicked with. Uh, we got five or six guys that really go run routes for us and uh, do a nice, all of them do a nice job. They go out, uh, they've got, we got a lot of team speed. Um, and I think our quarterback there and Evan has really sees the field. He, he, he creates a lot of these deep balls by, by being an elusive quarterback. He'll make a, he'll make a linebacker blitz. And our, our O line has done a really nice job pass blocking on the three guys they're responsible for. And then Evan usually does a great job of making one person miss. So, when he does that, that that that's when those big plays have happened for us. We've uh, we've been able to find somebody leaking open, or he'll take off with his legs and make a play. So um, I think we've, we're getting better and better. Had a really good practice yesterday throwing the football, um, and we're again we're got we're not going to be able to rely on hitting a big ball all the time uh, this week because they do do a nice job of playing over top and, and getting rid of the deep ball. So we're going to be okay with getting those getting some of those short yardage plays. And, uh, you know, checking down a little bit and then looking for opportunities for a big hit um, when they're there. So, uh, like I said, it's going to be a tough game, uh, but we're, we're definitely going to be ready for it. It'll be an exciting game on Friday night. Well, do you think just moving the chains in time of possession is going to be a big, important factor? Uh, for sure. And I don't know for what team it's going to be better for here, but, uh, you know, we haven't been that type of team that's just uh, 10 yards at a time. So, uh, we'd, we'd love to be, but it's just our, our scores come in big, big plays. And um, that's kind of the way we've been. So I think having them, you know, time of possession, really making them work is going to be big for us. If our defense can slow them down and, uh, you know, going to be huge. I, I don't think you're going to see a, a 70 point to 60 point game on Friday night. I think, I think it's going to be, you know, kind of a, a huge battle on the defensive side and uh, hopefully, Hopefully we can contain them because I, you know, I don't, I don't see us being a being a seventy point team against Waco this week. I think their defense is that good, and we're going to have to protect the football and, uh, you know, do what we've worked on all week. Well, I, I don't think there's some five A schools that could play with eleven guys that could score seventy points against those uh, those eight. But uh, I I agree with you. They're they're a great defense. Well. Uh, Coach Edeker is concerned about your offensive line. Uh, what is so vaulted about your offensive line that has him uh, him really uh, uh, kind of concerned about? Well, hopefully, you know, these they, they've played physical enough on film that they've seen that. And those guys, like I said, pass blocking has been a, a huge step forward for us this year. We struggled in that the last couple of years. Uh, we've had some decent offenses, but we've, we've struggled pass blocking. So that's been a huge step forward and those guys have worked really hard. And, you know, it's a, it's a lot of the speed work we do and the work in the weight room that have made them better. And um, there's, there's no lie. It shows up the work they put in the off season shows up on the field. So uh, they, they do a nice job of knowing where they need to be too. And I think I, I try to, they don't have to have a, a kill block on every, every block, you know, they're awesome to see if you get them, but they got to get to their, responsibility and, and really get in the way and, and move their feet and keep position there. And like I said, we've got some speed that can find a scene or find a cut back and go. So um, they, they just do a nice job of knowing what their, what their rules are. And we, we run a lot of different plays, different sets, but uh, you know, hopefully we keep it simple enough for them that they always know where they need to be. 
Well, uh, I have a little affection for Marengo. Uh, my brother was actually born in Marengo, and we lived there when I was uh, pretty little. Uh, uh, tell me about Marengo's, uh, uh, how they rallied around the team, and, and how this nice season has really uh, uh, brought the community uh, a lot of interest and excitement. Hey, I, our, our community is really, they, they support us. Uh, we got some great, great fans and great followings, uh, great student section. Our kids in the last few years have really, really stepped up on supporting each other in all the sports, which has been a lot of fun to see. I know we had a volleyball game the other night and our, our student section was loud and packed and just having a good time. And um, that's a lot of, that's a lot of building that uh, rapport in your school is having those kids step up and support each other. So that's been, that's been a ton of fun. And I, you know, I think Marengo's really proud of what they got and they do a lot of work to keep things keep things growing and that's a big thing we've got going right now in Marengo as we're trying to get that community to grow and uh, bring people here. Uh, we've got a great school, great great atmosphere with a lot of good people around so I think that's people have known that our hospital does a fantastic job there. They uh you know last year I think they were the rated the number 1 employer in the state for hospitals um which is a which is a really big deal and uh They've they've done such a good job of supporting the schools, not only our school but all the schools around us. They they do a great job supporting us. So um, that's that's been a huge hit, and we're just trying to keep growing. So that's one of the things is try to bring good people to your community, and uh, you know we've got a lot of great fans, and they they definitely support us and rally around the school. So um, it's a lot of fun, and you know when things are going well, it, people are there. When they're not well, people are there too supporting us. So. Um, just, just a lot of fun, good town to live in. We've got a couple of minutes left here. Uh, and I want to talk about just the, the conference or the district that you're in. Uh, you got new London, you got, uh, Winfield Mount union, you got Waco, you got Iowa Valley. Uh, how, how tough, uh, sledding is it out there for, for this, uh, for the schedule? Hey, this district's no joke. I mean, I, just the same as last year, we were a pretty good team. We finished, finished three and five last year, you know, I mean, that's, and, and, I thought we had a team that could compete up there in the top half and we just missed out, you know, Lone Tree beat us in the last game of the year for playoffs really. And, uh, you know, that came down to a last play of the game for us. So I, you look at just going from last year to this year, there's just no easy weeks and everybody's, you know, I, I know you see some scores that are lopsided, but if you watch, if you watch those games, they're definitely a battle. And those are, those kids are, are fighting like crazy and, you look at the team, you know, Winfield, Waco, New London knocked off Winfield last week. And, you know, people were thinking maybe they were starting slow and then they go out and have a great game last week. Uh, Lone Tree has a new coach over there and they're, they're doing a really nice job. And Victor's always competing. I mean, there's just whoever I miss, we've, we've got teams that just compete every week. So you got to get me strapped up, ready to go every week. And, uh, you know, there's there's no there's no breaks, which is great. For prepares you. I would put us as one of the toughest districts in the state, and uh, you know it prepares you for the postseason if you're lucky enough to get there. I think there's four teams that are you know at least top 15 teams in the state. You know if they're not top tens, which I think I just think that this this part of the state gets so overlooked and is so underappreciated. Uh, I don't think that the writers really take the time to to look into to what we got going on here, but. Uh, it's good for us, and uh, it's good for our fans because they get to see some of the highest level eight man football probably in the country. Uh, I just want to ask you a little bit about uh, uh, you guys played a really tough uh, a Winfield Mount Union team. I think that was at your place, right? Yes, sir. sir. And you've got uh, Waco coming in. Uh, uh, how does how does a team 
like playing a team like Winfield prepare you for a team like Waco? Well, definitely the size battle. You know, we, we, we were a little undersized against Winfield and we had to really step up and try to win the line of scrimmage against them. And I think, you know, that also was a big confidence booster for our kids, uh, you know, that gave them a little more belief in themselves about what they're capable of. And, uh, you know, I think coming into Waco, they're a similar similar team with the size up front. Um, they're definitely a little more athletic on the front line than, than I think Winfield was, and those guys can move move a little better, and, and that's going to present even more challenges in itself. So um, I think we're, we're a little more athletic of a team with maybe not the size, but uh, our guys got a lot of heart, a lot of battle. And, uh, you know, I keep telling them that, we just got to show up for four quarters and uh, it's a great opportunity. You know, you, you work your butts off for games like these to be able to go compete against a team that is ready to second right now in the state. And, you know, rankings don't matter so much, but it's, it's great to see, great to see the accolades that they get. And then, uh, you know, at the end of the year, playing a team like this, I think is going to prepare us even more. One minute left. How can we follow, uh, how can we follow this game through YouTube, through, radio through social media what do you guys what are the opportunities to see you well i don't know if there's any radio station covering us i think we uh you know i think definitely there'll be people watching it so if i find out i i would let you know but right now i think waco does a broadcast that they'll bring their guys and so i think if you look at waco on varsity bound they probably have a link that you can live live stream their their feed uh we don't have a live stream at iowa valley but um, if they do, that's one way. And then we've just got uh, we've got a radio station, Grinnell, that follows us at KGRN, and we've just got our Facebook page that we try to post things on for Iowa Valley football. So that's that's how you can kind of follow the Tigers. Waco Warriors cast is how you follow that. Uh, well, Coach Bowman, uh, Iowa Valley, uh, outstanding season. Thanks for being with us. Hey, thanks a lot, Dave. I appreciate you having us.